Hey, friends, welcome back to the first interview of season five of Thriving Thoughts. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. My two guests today are no stranger to the mic here on Thriving Thoughts. Both of them have been interviewed on the show before, going back to season one. And for one of them, she's been interviewed twice. Let me introduce you, if you don't already know them, we're about to jump into the conversation. My friends, Carrie Spencer and Michelle Hilliard. Carrie is a confidence and image coach, a master stylist, and she's an encourager of women. Yes, if that's you, you want to hear from Carrie. And Michelle Hilliard is a wife, a mother, a corporate businesswoman. She's a best-selling author, and she is most definitely a woman of vision. The mashup between these two, between Carrie and Michelle, is something you don't want to miss. It is not a train wreck. It is a beautiful show of fireworks about what it looks like to thrive, to grow, flourish, and prosper with your ride or die. Listen, you're going to want to tune in to the very end so that you can hear how to follow, connect with, and learn more from how to grow and thrive in your own ride or die relationships from Carrie and Michelle. Please enjoy today's conversation with Carrie Spencer and Michelle Hilliard. Each other. Michelle and Carrie, I have a question for you. Oh, we're I want to know. Yeah, we are. I want to know why are you friends? Why are we <laughs> friends? Because yeah. uh, <laughs> nobody know. else would want her. You're so terrible. Oh, my word. And I'm nice, so I got to think about a comeback. She's a nice one. No, like, you know, was your was it pure coincidence that you guys are friends? Does it make sense that you're friends? I can tell you what happened. Okay. Here's what happened. So I was really poor, and Carrie was really poor. I needed my hair done, and Carrie needed design for her salon because she had her salon that she was making like nothing an hour on at the beginning. And I was making like nothing for the stuff I was doing. And so I had no women's no brand. So I met at a women's business networking thing and I got this crazy idea. I was like, Ooh, maybe if I did some design work for Carrie, then she could do my hair and I'll have a nice haircut, but we had no money. So, <laughs> so I started proposing this and, but um, how did you meet a women's networking thing? Yeah. Okay. WBOM women, business in Michiana. So when they I go around, like I met room, you, huh? That's when you like met I me. Met, well, okay. I met Sherry a lot. Like yeah. I met Sherry. So, Sherry you know, when Carrie. you stand up and say your minute, your minute. Yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. So then she heard I was a hairdresser and she thought that. I looked amazing, I guess. <laughs> and then Is she that came what you thought, Michelle, said, that she looked she amazing? Said, she said, you said that when you met me. Oh, one second. I'm You're doing like, a podcast, like your hair. so I'm not going to be available for about an hour. Okay, <laughs> can you shut the door, please? Thank you. I love you. Thank you. Okay, you said she was amazing. She I, looked amazing. No, I didn't. No, I did not. I mean, she did look amazing. Come on, it's Carrie. Um, I remember where you were sitting. I remember because there was a door, like you walk in, like you walk in, it was like this way, but there's this, the tables lined that way. And you were like sitting next to the wall. 
I remember that, which is crazy because I say I have a bad memory, but hey, I remembered where you were sitting. So maybe I need to reframe that. But I don't know why. I think I think I just heard she had a hair salon and all I could thought was what could I all I thought was what could I do to get my hair done for free? There you go. Yeah. So she introduced herself. And then what? You came to the salon. We talked about some yeah. stuff. And then mm-hmm. we decided oh. to trade. Trade. Yeah, and we did. And boy, it was like a fair trade. Like there was a ledger. <laughs> and there was what each thing was worth on this ledger. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah. We so totally business. Is yeah. how, how we started to be friend, be friends. So it's interesting to me because I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I mean, ever. Because no, you guys are so close and so silly. It's almost like you've known each other since you were kids. We Yeah. We actually kind of met each other as kids. Except it was <laughs> only about <laughs> grown up kids. How long we ago? We were going through okay. 2009, 2007. 2009. 2007. No, 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 Carrie's the mean big sister that God just threw on me. Which is interesting because you have lots of sisters. Yes, I have nine. Do sisters. you have sisters, Carrie? I have none. I have all brothers. Okay. So that's so that's interesting. You needed yet another uh sister there, Michelle. It seems that that God found that. And what am uh, I am I nine years older than you? Eight or nine years older? Yeah, nine. You're nine, nine years older than yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, that well, that clears things up for me a little bit, and it sets the stage for the discussion that we're going to have. So, one of the things that I want you and the listeners to understand, and the viewers in this case, for this season, we're talking about how being in a ride or die relationship, friendship, mentorship, partnership, whatever it looks like for you guys, friendship, um, how that helps you grow as a person, how it helps you thrive. So, we're going to get there without asking. That specific question, I do have some questions for you that you, neither of you are, you know, prepared for. And so I want you to be as candid as you are willing to be. And I just want to dive right in. I know one of the major issues in friendships is, is, and you mentioned Carrie growing up together. So this should be good because I know where both of you guys are at right now, like, in terms of your mental space and your mindset, it's like really powerful, right? (laughs) I do. I know. But if you guys grew up together, you weren't always there. So, um, so let us in a little bit to uh, some times and these times might be different for you where there was major confrontation or conflict in your relationship. Well, how about the time? When we were going to a gig that I was going to sing at and Carrie texted the wrong person, a really mean text about how annoying I was. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? Well, she was she mean. You? no, it was Halloween. Remember Michelle, it was Halloween. And you, she was always in these bands. Like, first of all, like our friendship has been through all these ups and downs. I'm her groupie. Okay. okay. Forced anyways. <laughs> so she was in this band 
And she was playing this gig and it was like um, 45 minutes away from where we were at. And they had a different time zone. So it was an hour different. So okay. through our friendship, Michelle notoriously for being late. <laughs> no. And notoriously, no way. And notoriously for getting crap wrong. <laughs> so <laughs> like just, okay, back then, Michelle, you have to admit, because we, this is kind of in the middle, like, well, I'm, this is maybe like what, three or four years into our friendship. This is when we're already like besties. This happened. I mean, we grew, grew through friendship, but then we became besties and did everything like together. like two years. I think it's like two years. Like we just did everything we, we, together. We fast. Yeah. Because yeah. I was single. I was single. Okay. Michelle was married with four kids. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, sure you guys had lots of quality time together. It, yeah. Tons. Uh, no, so it was just, it's what's so fun about Michelle and I's relationship is we couldn't be more different yeah, in every yeah. way. Like in every way, but we couldn't be more alike in so many ways too. But yeah. this um, this thing, so we we go and I already had the pre, you know, oh, I know Michelle's got the time wrong. I know the time's wrong, whatever. So she picks me up. We go, we're driving. Trent's in the car driving as, you know, his, uh, Trent is like the steady Eddie and the energy that keeps us all grounded. And there's three of us, three other girls in the car. And I just was like texting my friend and I accidentally texted to Michelle. And she turns around and she goes, you sent that to me. And I said, well, now that it's out there, let's talk about it. <laughs> so, this is mean. So she hurt my feelings. She made me cry. So we just, oh, we so just talked about it. Like, so we just talked about it then. And I mean, we there was no hiding what it. What was, it was the like, text? I was like, I lie about it. I, it was, I, I was remember mad at what you. the text said. Just, I was annoyed with you for not having the time right. Cause you're always like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm I, tired and of I always... all this stupid shiznaz. Skip the naz <laughs> and add a T. I don't remember exactly the text, but I know I was annoyed with you. <laughs> so, okay. But so it, to, so it was, what, was that it was one of the first times that you guys had conflict? Um, well, I mean, we pretty much had conflict from the beginning, but that was, that was probably the first, the one that I remember the most. Yeah. 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 We're just, it's, it just, I don't, I, I mean, like the things that we've gone through, like, you know, like with me, I was divorced and then I was, you know, I was divorced. So I was single and then Michelle was married and had kids and we're nine yeah. years apart and she's been married for so long and we're completely different religious beliefs. Yeah. I mean, you know, we both love God and, you know, all that, but like being her being Catholic and me being, you know, just, it's so different. And so we've always respected each other, but yeah. we've never held yeah. back ever. Like on any, no. we've always been able to talk and discuss and um, our point of views and agree to disagree. Okay. Um, so, so always talking and discussing or any knockdown dragouts. Oh, we've had times where we didn't talk to each other for a while. Tell us we about that. We just kind of had enough of each other for a bit. I don't even remember what it was. It's probably when I was going through postpartum stuff because we, we've known each other now through, I had had Maisie when I met her and then I had Jack and then mm -hmm. I had Augie and mm -hmm. I could be obsessive compulsive mm -hmm. after having babies. Like I had a lot of, which we didn't, I didn't realize until years later, that that's what, what it, what it was, mm -hmm. but I was very obsessive compulsive at times. So I would like ruminate and ruminate and ruminate yeah. and I would like go off about it. And I remember like when I started, you know, one conversation I remember with Carrie 
is, and this wasn't really an argument so much as like, she would just call me on my shit. Can I say that? Mm-hmm. Can I say that you word? Did. <laughs> you can delete it if you need to, but she would call me on my shiznaz. Always? Yes. Oh yeah. And so I was, um, had some friends and you've heard me tell the story. I had a point where I had a couple of friends just completely walk away after I moved to front Royal mm-hmm. and I was just ruminating. I couldn't understand it. I didn't get it. And I was just going on and on to carry about it. At one point, she's like, why do you even care? Why does this matter? <laughs> of course, she's nine years ahead of me. And now I'd be saying that to the next person. Give me someone nine years ago. Why do you care? Right. You know, <laughs> but that's the way. Like, I always wanted, like, she just didn't seem to care. And I wanted to get to that point. But like, she would just like, we've always had that kind of a relationship or real talk. So that brings up a a good point when you said I wanted to kind of get to that point. What is it that you admire about one another? Oh, gosh, Um, so much, so much. Um, I admire that she is willing to take risk, that she Mm -hmm. does things just she makes her mind up and she just goes for it. And she's like Phoebe on Friends. (laughs) (laughs) really she just does she just runs with it and like with a like a blind abandonment of whatever (laughs) I mean I really do admire like I just there's so many things that she's done that I would be like probably held back on so I Mm -hmm. watch her do it like when she wrote her book like watching her do that and when she ran Mm -hmm. for uh Mrs. Virginia or you know Mm -hmm. yeah was it Mrs. Virginia um you know, just so many things like with her business, her beach body business, her, you know, I mean, she just is willing to throw it all in there and go for it mm-hmm. and um, make mistakes, clean it up later. You know, just um, I really just really admire the fact that she um, just continues to try and never gives up. Are you more of a planner, Carrie? Yes, um. that's what I love about <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> I love you. I love the fact that like I look at what Carrie's done with her business and building it over the years and how she was like always on top of her taxes and always (laughs) knew like our accounts and she kept her business running like that. You ask Mm -hmm. her in a second anything. She remembers it like that. Like I have um, I have an uh, like. I have a few friends that I'd look at and pick their brains. I'm like, you know, if I were a scientist, I'd want to examine them after they die because of the way they work. <laughs> Carrie's one of them, but no, just like, like all like doesn't miss anything. She sees everything, which is what makes her patience mm-hmm. even more. So like, I forget things. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to forgive stuff because I really a lot of stuff I just forget, you know, <laughs> but when you have a memory where you remember everything, like there are a few times in our friendship where Carrie would be like, oh my gosh, all right. You've told me this like 20 times over the last five <laughs> times I visited or whatever. And I never remember telling her the story at all, but that's something I admire is having that kind of a memory, but also being extremely patient. It takes a lot um, yeah. to, I believe to have that kind, because I have some friends who have that kind of a memory and it's hard because they remember so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, but to do that and then to be able to forgive and work with and, you know, get past things that you can't forget, yeah. you know, I think that's pretty awesome. And, and Carrie has always been there. Like I just so many times in my life felt very, very alone. Hmm. 
And even though, and this is not again, I have nine sisters and I love them very much. They have very big lives, but but they're also extremely overwhelmed with their own lives. And there are times where I just needed someone and Carrie was there, you know, like she came out to the Mrs. Virginia pageant and she was there um, to make sure that I had through every step of it. She came out, helped me pick out my dress. She fixed Mm -hmm. my hair, extensions, just did everything. And, and I felt completely taken care of. And to me, that is, um, I value that. Like it's so hard being a mom, having so many kids, constantly mm-hmm. being overwhelmed with life and, and you're just tired. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I value being taken care of. So when she sends me a package or a cup, Jack's broken twice, two of them now. <laughs> I have no cups. I'll send more. Or send, <laughs> thank you. But it's just Plastic. like that stuff means a lot to me because it, it means that, that, that you matter, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and Carrie's really, um, man, she's, She's been really great at that. And I know sometimes I'm not the best at remembering to send packages back, but they're appreciated. (laughs) Well, Well, but that raises the, go ahead, Carrie. Our friendship is very intentional. It has to be because she's That's exactly what I was going to ask you is you guys are in different states. And one of the things that I think a lot of people don't understand about relationships, ride or die relationships, they're not a matter of convenience. They're a matter of purpose and deliberation. Uh And so how how do the two of you um, navigate that? How do you keep the intentionality at the forefront? uh, And why do you? Well, we try to, without COVID, minus COVID, um, I definitely (laughs) usually see each other at least three times a year. I mean, I always try to get out there at least once or twice a year to Virginia. And then she would come back because of Trent's family. So we always knew there would be at least a holiday visit or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't talk a lot day to day, but we tags, we call, we faced, you know, we just kind of pop in, check in. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think that our friendship is so deep that it's kind of like we just appear at the right time. You know, Mm -hmm. it's when, Something seems to be going on, um, staying up with each other's Facebook and social just to mm-hmm. keep a mm-hmm. check of the temperature, you know, and, what's and going understanding on. when we can and understanding yeah. when we can't like, this is something I think is important for friends. And Sherry, yes. I know, you know, this too, is my friend, both of you guys are on social media a lot and I don't always get on and comment and like everything because I'm overwhelmed and I don't see stuff and I just don't have, I don't have the time or take the time or whatever. And it's not because I don't love it's just because it just doesn't happen. And I love the, and I think it's important for friends to realize that like, we can't get upset if people aren't liking and commenting and see, think that that's a reflection on who we are in our level of friendship, you know, and, and on, an, on another topic, you know, something else too, I think it's important is like, you're going to go through times where it's hard. Like there have been times where I've gone through rough stuff or I've been, you know, and, and Carrie has been like, well, you need to fix this, 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 and this. And I'm just like, man, there have been times when you don't appreciate the advice right and where i would get annoyed and frustrated but during those times it's been a long time since i felt that way but during those times i was also had to remind myself that you know who's there you know who is who is there when it counts and that's the way that relationships are if you want to have i had this this conversation with my daughter and with my son's girlfriend recently but it's like if you want to have friendships that last a lifetime. You have to work through the hard stuff or you'll never have those friendships that last a lifetime because you're not yeah. going to, you're not going to have friendships that haven't gone through. If it's going to be this kind of a friendship, 
you're going to want to kill each other at some point. I mean, you can be thinking about places. Yeah, I think there is a misconception. Go ahead, Carrie. It's like in the imperfection of the friendship is what makes it work. (laughs) Not the, not the, just Michelle and I, we've always just been able to be just real and raw. And I've never felt judged ever. Not one Mm. time ever. And that, and that keeps it, that's a big why for me to always keep that going. And that's, I would say, especially at this time in my life, I really don't feel like I have any relationships that aren't the authentic. Yeah. Right. So just that for me, like I just, Michelle is my, um, she's just one of my bestie girlfriends and I just, she, Mm -hmm. it's like, she lives next door and you just make it work, you know, and then to be able to go and hike in the mountains together. And we've had so many, um, like, uh, breakthroughs and ahas together, you know, and stuff like that. It's walls down. Yeah. It's walls down. Like that's, I think the hardest part about building new friendships is, you know, like Brene Brown says, you have to have, you know, a hard shell, soft heart or something like that. Like, like soft shell, whatever. Strong back, soft front. Something like that. Yeah. Strong back, soft front. But basically the fact that you have to be able to go in somewhere and be open and be authentic, but you have to keep a little bit of a shield there to know that you can't let everyone in. And, but there are some people like the ones you write on your sheet of paper that get in and they see the mess. They see the, the parts of you that when you're having a hard day in the back of your mind, you're saying, I hate my life and F this, and I'm the worst person in the world. And they're the ones that remind you, everybody fails, everybody makes mistakes and you're not freaking perfect. (laughs) So, okay. This takes me back to the opposite of one of the other questions that I asked you, and it may take you back to the text, but, um, there's a misconception that, uh, you're supposed to like everything about each other. I mean, you're not supposed to let you're two different people, right? You bring different stuff to the table, to the partnership um, so that you can grow, so that you can hold one another accountable. What are the things? And this is if you're willing to share them, what irritates you about one another? You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Well, actually, you know, maybe you should go first because you probably have a big list. <laughs> no, not really. Um, okay. Number one, that she doesn't listen to me. <laughs> No. So, like when you um, tell her to do something. Yes. So I have a really good intuition. She doesn't listen. Yeah. And she does she not does. listen to me when I say, I try to warn her <laughs> of things, but that's part yeah. of the going for it. Like she'll at yeah. least talk to me about it. She'll hear me. <laughs> she'll listen to me. She won't listen. She, she hears me, but she doesn't listen. She's going to yeah. do whatever she wants to do. Um, and that's okay. Cause I'll be there to catch her. Like when, when it, <coughs> when it, like when a million times up, when it blows up in her face, like I knew it would. And I don't know if I ever say, I tell you so or not. I don't know. I don't know if I actually say that to you or not, but I think it, um, no, you don't. And, <laughs> and I still support her no matter what she does, no matter what, yeah. but I, you know, and then, um, this is funny. We're, um, she's a shopper and I'm a buyer. So when we go okay. shopping together, like I decide on something, I buy it and I'm ready to go. She uh-huh. wants to look and look <laughs> and debate. And yeah, I don't want to make a decision. I have fear of commitment. I'm like, just buy the purse. <laughs> hey, I did pretty good at Kate Spade. So that's like the big and the little. Yeah. 
But that's no, good. We, Thank you for your we honesty. Lock horns, yeah. We lock horns a lot. Really, we do mm. a lot on stuff. Yeah. And, but we still respect each other um, and don't get mad. And, you know, we're just like, okay. Yeah. Change the subject. You know, I mean, I don't even think we've ever had to even do that. We just, we do, we definitely, but I think that's what makes the friendship what mm-hmm. it is. Right. I mean, it's real. It's deep. It's. Yeah. Well, and our, our irritations match. They really match because what is in the past, like I will say like lately, like there's really like when we get together, there's not a ton. Like yeah. I, I very little at all. Like last visit, it was just fantastic. Um, but in the past, like Carrie. What? Sometimes oh, I go to the work? mountain for therapy. Sometimes it's for me and sometimes it's for her. <laughs> right, right. And so, but Carrie, she, um, she knows everything. And she she always has a better way, like all the things that I need to change to like make things better. And there were several times where she'd come out and visit. It was great. But then on the way to the airport, the entire time, it was a therapy session on everything Michelle needed to work on for next time. And I remember that time I dropped her off. I'm like, I love you. (laughs) Bye. Get your suitcase and get out of here. Anyway, oh so like goodness. like the last, I, think the last the, I don't I don't think the last couple of times it hasn't been like that. It's been great, but I think it's like you it's and it's also the personality differences. Yeah. I'm very impulsive and I do stuff, and Carrie's very organized and she thinks through things. But I think yeah. that's also what what draws us, like we already yes. said, mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I surround myself with strong women because I know I am a strong willed child that still needs someone. To tell me like it is. I don't need friends. I'd rather Carrie sit there and tell me everything I need to fix and then me get mad at her and decide what I was going to work on and not than have a friend who never, ever said anything, which is what happened with my book. It happened with my book. I I was in it with a friend and all of a sudden she was angry at me for something and I had no clue. And then all of a sudden this going to Barnes and Noble and all this other stuff was off the table. And I'm like, can we talk about this? Door was shut. And I think that it's so important with friendships to realize, you know, you're not, you're not going to be the same. If you expect yourself to be the same, it's going to be extremely boring friendship. And it's that the give and take. It's what helps us to grow, to become way better versions of ourselves than we yeah. could possibly be without yes. each other. Yes. So let me ask you this. How has your relationship, because of your specific friendship, how has that changed you as a person? Um, I would say Michelle helped me re- like bring out my softer side, like be less, um, uh, <clears throat> help me break down the walls, help me be more okay. gentle, more soft, more mm. um, feminine, vulnerable, more vulnerable, more you know, helped mm. me with, um, like, it's okay to, uh, make mistakes. It's okay to, um, you know, not be perfect, try different yeah. things. You can fail. Um, you know, she's, I mean, just help with the female aspect of it. She's been a very, I don't have mm. a good relationship with my mom. So, and okay. I don't have sisters. So Michelle has given me a lot of that, um, mm-hmm. that womanly feminine, uh, softening Carrie, don't be, you don't have to be brave all the time. You don't have to be tough all the time. Yeah. It's okay. 
to you know be sensitive. That's a huge one. So she's she's helped you uh, kind of expose the soft underbelly of you. Right, right, for sure. Wow, stepping out of your comfort zone. How about you, Michelle? Carrie has challenged me to own who I am, like to not like like I said before, like why do you care what people think? Like to understand, like I like you saying, like being impeccable with your word, like, you know, show up when you say you're going to show up, Mm -hmm. be somewhere you say you're going to be somewhere. Um, She's taught me so much as just big sister stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like beauty. I'm so grateful for everything she's taught me. Like I came from a very, I was homeschooled and then went from that to a a private Catholic school, Mm -hmm. which is a great school, but I just always wanted to be feel like I was put together and I never did, mm. you know, and Carrie taught me a lot about that. But what she really did was just being a friend and being enough, mm. even though I was weird and I was different, all those things, you know, I was weird and I was different and I was a complete mess, a complete broken mess and still being there, like just being there. You know, let me, let me tell you speaking into that enoughness. Let me tell you a quick story about that. Yeah. Yeah. In the the beginning, when Michelle was in different bands, um, we went to a city called Terre Haute. That's like, I'm sorry. That's like a a thorn in your side. You know, she was in those different bands. (laughs) I loved, listen, I loved all of them, but they were all completely different (laughs) and we had to go everywhere. Um, So we had to go to this Terre Haute, which was like two hours five hours. How far was it, Michelle? It was far. I don't even so, know. It was so It was far. really far. We were supposed to have a hotel room. We were supposed to have a hotel room. We were supposed to be able to spend the night, get her ready. I was going to do her hair, her makeup. She, I was going to help dress her. Like I was her stylist. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. We get there. There's no room. There's no overnight thing. There's like a dingy back room, like closet that we were supposed to get ready in. And then she opens up her suitcase and it's all wrinkled. Like everything, everything in the suitcase is wrinkled. And she goes, okay, help me get ready. I want to look really good. <laughs> what should I wear? And I was like, <laughs> but so we start digging through this rumpled up mess in the suitcase <laughs> and we pulled it off and we pulled it off. And she was the opening act for the, the, the concert and, I mean, it just, it always worked out like that, but it was always like, she, I just would want to choke her so many times, <laughs> but it always, we just followed through with it because the show must go on. <laughs> I mean, we've grown up so much since the, yeah. since the dark, dingy back rooms. <laughs> oh my gosh. I we think that's part of the reason why we're so close to, we've been through, so we have so much as on each other, like... <laughs> You know, I saw a greeting card the other day that's like, you're my best friend because you know too much. Right. Like, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Like, that's, that's I can't afford to make you mad. <laughs> right. We have stories. Right. That's for sure. There's never a dull moment. <laughs> like so the then, time she came to hike at my house and we ended up in another, we ended up in, um, we went up to Skyline. We're hiking through the through the forest, and then we ended up in Brown Town, and we had to call Trent to pick us up. And there was no signal on our phone, so we had to go to a store to get someone to let us use their phone. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> See, all good times together. So oh. listen, I have a couple more questions for okay. you before we wrap up. <laughs> and so I had asked you, how has your relationship changed you, you know, uh, yeah. as a person? How, how has your relationship, your friendship, the process of your friendship, how has it changed the way you look at others and the world in general? Um, I would say I get to go first this time because you always go first. Um, I would say that it's, um, it really helps you to get perspective on other people Mm -hmm. and to love them where they're at. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. just to, just to really learn to see people and to be compassionate. I could be very, when, especially when Carrie and I first met, like there were times I had, I could be very harsh. Mm-hmm. and harsh and judgment, not towards her, but just in just things in general, my sense of justice, you know, <laughs> and I still got that. You're laughing because you know, but <laughs> I feel like um, it helps you to see people for who they are and to have more compassion for people mm. and uh, to see <laughs> you might go to a networking group and come out with a lifelong friend. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think too, like just some pay, more patience, um, sit back mm-hmm. and kind of see like what's going to happen mm-hmm. instead of always, you know, just, you know, oh, I just see this person and this is the way they're going to be, or mm-hmm. this is their story. And I just decided that before I let it play out. So, mm-hmm. you know, with Michelle, there's always twists and turns and, you know, different <laughs> things. Um, and just her family, you know, like I mm-hmm. love coming out and hanging out with the kids and with Trent and, you know, the littles hanging all over and uh, people are always like, Oh, you're going to see your friend with a bunch of kids and stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I love it. We have so much fun. And, you know, and I, they really love mean Carrie. I mean, I just really mean that, you know, they're just my little, you know, it's, it's, I have a sister with six kids and yeah. I love her husband and yeah. um, the people that I met, I met you, you know, Sherry yeah. through Michelle and, um, just, I love the whole spider web of the, just to be open, mm-hmm. you know, open yeah. to um, just different lifestyles, stuff like that. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Okay. Uh, this is an opportunity for both of you to um, share anything you want about you and you never know who's listening and who might need to know you. So why do they need to know you and what can you offer them? Shell. That was Jack Jack. <laughs> She's like, I hear you. Um, yeah. What do people need to know about me? Yeah. What do they need to know about you? And, you know, I, I always love to give my guests an opportunity to share about themselves and oh. what they offer. So if anybody needs you, they can come and find you. Well, I've offered a lot of things over the years. I could tell you about all the branding, all the different websites <laughs> and all the different <laughs> Yes. I would say right now, um, I, my husband, and I have a podcast called Catholic Family Uncorked. We are very intermittent. We want to get back to, as the kids get older, we want to be more um, straight with it. But we share our heart there on how, you know, Carrie mentioned, you know, we have beautiful kids and it's a miracle to me to see how they've turned out because they really are very fantastic. They have great self-confidence and they love God and they love each other, even though they fight. And so we share the lessons learned on our podcast about marriage, about family. Um, so you can find me there. 
And then if you want to become a friend, um, Michelle Hilliard on Facebook, just make sure you send me a little note or something so I know why you're friending me. Because um, I get so many weird friend requests these yeah. days. Like, it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Um, and stay tuned. If you follow me on Facebook, once I decide what's happening next, you'll know. I'm, I'm in the waiting period. <laughs> I went back to work. So right now I'm in the trenches. I'm learning. Okay. All right. Thank okay. you, Michelle. Carrie. Um, I would say, well, I'm a huge advocate for self-love. Um, I help women. <clears throat> I can help women virtually. You don't have to be in my salon uh, for me to help you with your look or <clears throat> maybe some personal growth or development in that area, uh, transformations. Um, I will, I, I'm a tough love, tough love kind of girl, but a lot sweeter and a lot uh, more <laughs> Uh, soft, softer delivery these days than I used to be <laughs> partially because of Michelle, because she would get her feelings hurt. So I had to, <laughs> <No>. <clears throat> um, but yeah, just a huge advocate for self-love and that women um, supporting one another and for women mm-hmm. to know that they're not alone and mm-hmm. that we all have, you know, baggage and things and um, that I uh, have a pure intent um, to help. And if, you know, I mean, of course, I am a hairdresser and I sell shampoo and things like that. My my salon is completely packed and full. Um, but if anybody needs any like thinning hair solutions, solutions, I'm there for them. Um, okay. But no pressure. But the the biggest part of that is is just um, that you deserve it. And if you're having any challenges with your physical uh, look, it, you're worth it, looking into solutions for that. And I just think that we just, um, when we look better to ourselves or feel better, we are um, more loving women um, and can give more to our families, our work, things like that. So, and Facebook, Carrie Spencer, Spish Splash, you know, so Facebook would be my name. So she, she won't do your hair, but she'll help you out and figure out how to do you to be the best you. And I can give recommendations. I can teach somebody how to pick somebody a stylist like you would pick a doctor oh good yeah yeah, yeah. like things to look for and stuff like that yeah love it love it thank you so much okay we close out one last question so (laughs) the people who are listening are people with friends of their own best friends of their own they're also people who maybe don't have a best friend because there's some things, misconceptions that they've had about friendship and maybe they have some hurts and maybe they're just not in the place where they feel like they have that option. So this is the time for the two of you to pass on your sage wisdom, your thriving thoughts um, to the people listening and watching. What is one truth that you would leave them with? And this is for each of you to share uh, about the, the meaning of growing, of thriving with your ride or die. Um, I, you just have to be a good friend to have a good friend and Mm -hmm. you have to be able to give as well as take, uh, there has to be an even exchange. And sometimes you do feel like you're giving more or, you know, not receiving as much. Um, I just think that you can, it's never too late to maybe put down some of the guards. I think women have real issues with, you know, I've heard women, I don't like women. All my friends are men. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, I meet a girl, mean girls. Well, there's mean girls everywhere. My mom's in a nursing home. There's mean girls there. I mean, mm-hmm. they just are. 
Um, but we don't have to join them. We don't have to gossip with them and we don't have to be them. And yes, everywhere you go, anywhere you go, there's going to be somebody that's like an outlier or somebody that's not involved in that. Um, that would be the person that I would go talk to, not the person yes. that's probably in the mix, somebody that's kind mm-hmm. of out on the outer. I just think that you have to uh, be patient and it's a trust just like mm-hmm. any relationship. And um, yeah. you don't want to just a, spill, spill every, you know, it's giving everything and, and throwing everything onto somebody. But, um, Mm -hmm. as I'm getting older and I have watched some of my friends lose their husbands, I value my female relationships even more Mm -hmm. today than I did yesterday. Uh, so important that we maintain our female friendships and it is Mm -hmm. never too late to start a female friendship, whether it join a golf league, um, get a book club, Anything like Mm -hmm. that, it's not too late. And if you were a mean girl, you're reformed, move on and and just be a good friend and you'll have good friends. Yes. That's solid. I love that. Thank you. How about you, Michelle? Um, I I really think that communication is key. I think a lot I've lost a lot of friendships over the years because I'm one of those friends who crossed boundaries and didn't realize I was crossing boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a couple of things. It's like, it's having communication. If someone's crossing a boundary with you to let them know, mm-hmm. you know, that they're crossing a boundary because instead of getting upset, realize they may not know. Mm-hmm. And you can't hold, you can't hold them up to this standard when they don't even know that there's right. a standard there. That's right. Um, so I think that's really huge. I think communication through everything, if your feelings are hurt to be able to say, you know, and know how to say it, to be able to say, Hey, um, I, no, this is probably not what you meant, but I just wanted to let you know how it felt. Mm-hmm. And when you said A, it felt like B. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not saying, why were you so mean when you said? No, but it's just saying, mm-hmm. when you said A, it felt like this. And I know mm-hmm. I know your heart. I know that's not you, but that's how it felt. And I want to have mm-hmm. a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you're building a friendship and that person really sees that value in you, then they're going to be like, oh, wow, like, shoot, I'm sorry. Yeah. I will try not to do that again. And there's been a lot of that between Carrie and I. We've had to have conversations and they haven't been easy. And over the years, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But um, communication is key. It's key in marriage. Mm-hmm. It's key in friendships. Yep. Um, and that's, there's a million things. I think what Carrie said is is 100% on point. Mm-hmm. You got to be patient. Uh, you don't know if, you, if you're struggling with understanding some of the key qualities, go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and read it. Mm-hmm. Right there. And it'll tell you all about it, being patient, not keeping a record of wrongs, forgiving all that stuff. All right, friends, I know you learned a ton of tips and tricks, especially about being honest in your relationship. And I love the fact that these two, Carrie and Michelle, are geographically separated, have been basically ever since they met. And they still manage, not manage, but they are still intentional about having that relationship with one another where they do feel like they're constantly growing, flourishing, and prospering. Please follow Carrie and Michelle for more good stuff in your newsfeed about how to thrive in life and in relationship. You can follow Carrie at Carrie Spencer or at Splish Splash, say that five times fast, on Facebook. And you can follow Michelle Hilliard at Michelle Hilliard on Facebook or Instagram. If you want to share 
this powerful message from today with your followers, would you please share it on your Instagram story? Just share the episode number, what you liked about it. Use the hashtag Thriving Thoughts with Dr. Sherry. And of course, tag me at Speaks. I would love for you to share this message with even more women that need to hear that it's possible to thrive with your ride or die. Tune in this Friday, friends, for another monologue episode with me where I am sharing all of my personal experiences about how I have grown in and through and because of some of my relationships over my life. I can't wait to meet you right back here on Friday. Share this episode with a friend. Until then, remember to speak truth over the lies and you will thrive in any and every circumstance.